Well, today is Little Mountain Sound Studios Day in the city of Vancouver, as declared by Mayor Ken Sim and Vancouver City Council. Now, if you're asking, well, what is so significant about Little Mountain, then you probably didn't live in the city back in the 1980s when everyone knew about Bon Jovi recording here or Aerosmith reviving their career with the album that they recorded here. Metallica, ACDC, Loverboy, you name it. It all happened at Little Mountain Sound. We're going to talk about that history now with the help of Councillor Mike Klassen, who is with us. Does this bring back memories for you too? Oh, absolutely. I, I remember that time very well and, and had my little encounter actually uh, with Aerosmith. Oh, yeah. I, had, I actually had... Um, I think I had three encounters with members of Aerosmith uh, at one point in time. And the, the weirdest one was I, I had, I just, I was a young guy in my 20s. I just got a new job and I bought a nice camera. So I was trying to teach myself how to use the camera. So one day I just got in my car and I was driving down to the beach and I was going down 7th Avenue and you see these, I went, what? And I pulled over. It's a two lane road. So I literally, like, I'm sort of parked on the wrong side of the road, put my hazards on, walked over and asked Joe Perry from Aerosmith. Uh, Tom Hamilton, Brad Whitford were all standing out there and they were getting some sunshine on a probably a rare sunny day in April and uh, guitars in hand. And, and I said, can I take a photo? I found the negatives. I took one photo. Like I'm I, sorry, you took one, you, one. You see Aerosmith on the side of the road and you took one. One picture? One picture. At, well, back then you only had 24 pictures in a, in a roll of film, remember? But you also didn't know if it was going to turn out until you developed the film. Exactly. It could have been an absolute disaster, but here it is. It's a photo we're still using today, and it's featured in tonight's documentary. Right, which you can catch, of course, on BC One. Squire Barnes has done a great job with this. So it, there's something about the history of Vancouver that are associated deeply with Little Mountain Studios. And did you feel like a lot of people don't know this history perhaps today? Well, that's really the point of this. And how I was able to get, you know, council to get behind this. It, we really need to celebrate our arts and culture heroes and the fact that we have these ones that had such a significant global impact. I mean, you can't go into a football game or a hockey game without hearing some of these songs playing. Uh, they're obviously on radio worldwide and and even one of the songs uh, premier, before he was the premier, EB decided to give a yeah. give a shout uh, trying to drink, uh, sing Living on a Prayer by Bon Jovi. So these are, these are great songs and, and uh, they have an indelible uh, stamp from Vancouver. I have to ask, because you said you had three run-ins with Aerosmith. I ran into Steven Tyler on Robson Street um, and uh, walked over him very carefully. He was there with his wife and kid, a young child in a stroller, and I took a, asked him for an autograph. And then another time, uh, I think I was out cycling on the seawall, and I saw uh, Joe Perry and uh, Brad, uh, Steve Tyler just there, kind of walking, enjoying a bit of the Vancouver surround probably thinking about new songs. That's amazing, though, that yeah. one person could have three run-ins with Aerosmith. No, no Bon Jovi in that? No Bon Jovi, no bon Jovi appearances. But, of course, by the time uh, I took that photo, they'd already come and gone. They were here during Expo, which is, uh, there was something yeah. going on at that time. So they were here in uh, around 86 is when they were recording Slippery that, When Wet. And that was their breakthrough album. And I feel like that everybody knows about Slippery When Wet being recorded here because it's become just a, a Vancouver legend. It absolutely is. And, and then... 
later great bands, uh, ACDC's Thunderstruck became that that uh, very famous lick that was done here in in uh, Little Mountain Sound Studio. Uh, Metallica started recording their sort of big breakout album, the Black Album, uh, here as well. And uh, the Cult uh, and of course Loverboy really put us on the map in terms of people hearing that sound. And uh, bands like Honeymoon Suite apparently. So they all talk about that in the documentary. But it was the amazing people that were there. Uh, it started off as a place that they did commercial jingles. And in fact, one of the most famous things today that you still hear is the Skytrain jingle. The ding, yeah. ding, ding. That was recorded. That was recorded at Little Mountain Sound Studios. Um, and uh, But, you know, it uh, it all sort of came to an end at one point. But I remember um, the kind of the arc, so, so to speak, when they had the entire back wall of the studio was all covered in graffiti. And people were spray painting the names of the bands because a lot of groupies were hanging around back yeah. there. And eventually one day, David Lee Roth came in to record an album and decided he was going to put a, a, a scantily clad uh, kind of painting You're of a woman. Me. Yeah, David yeah. Lee Roth? Yeah. Shocking. Uh, and so <laughs> complaints happened. And then as a result, the city told him to paint it over. So it eventually just became a gray wall. And on the wall said, if you have complaints about this, call the mayor's office. So I just love the fact, I comes full that. circle, that we did the proclamation with Mayor Sim and uh, really credit to those guys now. Is it possible, do you think, to revive some of that history, that music, that love, that, that you know, the fact that it was so, so important? I think there's a lot of things that can happen and are sort of are happening. A big focus on trying to improve our live venues here in the city. Uh, we've been talking a lot about that. We all, we have uh, a huge music industry here. I mean, we obviously we know a lot about films being made here. Film, television, commercials are huge and also video games. I mean, we have big studios producing those. Uh, but our music industry is just as large and, and this is what I hope Hope, uh, partly comes from this as people see this as a bit of an inspiration for their own, you know, uh, career in music, potentially either as composers or as recording engineers, and just see Vancouver as a home to do that and, and use it as a, a place to, to launch a global career. Okay, today being, uh, you know, Little Mountain Sound Day here in uh, Vancouver, what's going to happen as a result of that? Yeah, so we've been able to, uh, sort of the city of Vancouver has some access over civic infrastructure. So we know that we can light up City Hall and Burrard Bridge and Bloedel Conservatory, but we went to BC Place and to Science World. And so what you'll start seeing throughout the day and and as it gets a little darker tonight, you'll see shades of gold and platinum uh, emanating from those buildings because it's really in recognition of their huge huge chart selling success. And that is so true. Okay, so do you have a favorite album of all of those whether it is Metallica, ACDC, like a favorite album that was recorded here in Vancouver? Um, I'm I'm quite partial to the Aerosmith albums. I thought Pump was such a, a fine moment for Aerosmith with Janie's Got a Gun, such a great song. Um, but I still think that that big, big Living on a Prayer song has to be the one that it will always be remembered and always should be acknowledged as having that big Vancouver stamp on it. Now, you, you make a good point in terms of like, you know, recognizing music and it's just the importance of recognizing people want to memorialize kind of their time here, right? We were talking about the lights this morning down in Robson Square. Mm-hmm. Those are great. Mm-hmm. Love those. Uh, the sign 
out in Coal Harbor there. Is there any way to make that permanent? Uh, we're talking about it. Yeah, I, I love it. I love it. You know, we've seen such a, a big reaction to So we're going to uh, reach out to city staff and see, you know, how we can do this, maybe get some official sponsors to come on. But it's, you're right, it's such a great spot. And it's right there where the cruise ship terminals, the tourists are there. They're walking around, they take pictures. You can tell people just love this sign. Yeah, it's all over the place. Sometimes do we miss out on those because nobody stops to say, hey, can we make this permanent? Uh, it's possible. You know, we've had, uh, I think, some interesting sort of public art sometimes that goes away. But I, I still think that the, 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 the Ken Lum East Van sign, for example, is just one of those iconic things. We've made it so hard to see and kind of use, take pictures of. So maybe someday we'll have a better way of accessing it. That's the thing, right? We have to recognize that people do sometimes just want to stop and take a picture. So can we say there's more to come on that? Uh, on the on the on the public art piece, yeah, uh, I, I would think over time, yeah, I've I actually uh, sit as a council liaison to our public art committee, so I have been talking to to them and to staff is how can we feature and 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 put more investment in that because they're really great place making uh, attractions and and I don't think we uh, do them um, nearly enough. So and and something like the East Van sign, which is so iconic, and also a Vancouver artist Ken Lum that uh, that designed it uh, and uh, produced it. Um, you know, what can we do? That it would be things like that to people. And again, this is all about sort of celebrating arts and culture in our city, which is absolutely huge. You know, what would be great is since we are coming up on a pretty probably sick, what is it? The 40th anniversary of Slippery When Wet being recorded here is yeah. coming up in another yeah. year or two. You got to bring Bon Jovi back for that. I would love to see that. I mean, you know, we would, I would love to see just artists be able to come together and, and celebrate all the great bands that were recorded here. Think about the first Heart album that was recorded oh, here, yeah. you know, Chilliwack and Doucette and all the, the artists that we still listen to Mama let them play. You know, wouldn't it be fun to see a bunch of our bands get together and, and jam on a, on a song like that? Okay, you know what? You got there. It's something for you to work on. Well, I'm working on it now, apparently. <laughs> you are working on yeah. it now. You have to come back and tell us about it. Thanks for your time this you morning. Bet. Thanks, Amy.